Listener Production. Interest rate sensitive stocks were among today's hardest hit on the local market. And what did Michelle Bullock say about interest rates this morning? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 26th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Laura. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Why are we acting like we haven't been sitting here all day together? Not sure. We just wanted the listeners to know that we're well. We hope you are too. We are well and we hope you're all doing fantastic. It's almost Friday. It's been an interesting ride, not exactly a really positive one, but today we're heading into the close. The ASX 200 is down by about three quarters of 1% at the best of the day, really early in the open or near the open rather. The market was almost completely flat and at its worst, the market was down about 1.1%. So we've at least jumped a little from those levels. Yeah, exactly. And we did hit the worst levels in about a year today, which wasn't great news. But as you mentioned, we aren't at the lows of the day. So it's the little wins that matter. Exactly right. So from the recent highs that the market got to earlier this month, the market has shed roughly four and a half percent from that point. So Mm. we have come under a lot of pressure. There have been a long list of issues, of course, that markets have had to work through. And at the moment, markets are still quite cautious. So if we look at sectors, firstly, we've got pretty much all of them in negative territory today, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Well, energy was the only sector that was up earlier in the session, but now we've only got utilities that are up, but they're they're doing pretty well. They're up almost 1% at the moment, but the worst hit or the hardest hit Mm. are those tech stocks. And that's really after we saw tech stocks taking quite a plunge in in the US session overnight on the back of those earnings results. Yeah. And some of the other interest rate sensitive areas as well, like property trust, for example, they're down a little more than 2% as well. So they've been hit quite hard. Consumer discretionary down by more than 1% as a group and the financials also generally coming under a little bit of pressure. But uh, utilities, the only winners, as I said. So yeah, markets coming under a bit of pressure. So maybe we should touch on what happened today with your mate Mishy B or Michelle Bullock, the governor yes, of the Reserve my Bank. my mate. Well, well, we're excited to hear from her, I guess, because she did speak ahead of that CPI print. She said a couple of interesting things then, but what we really wanted to hear was, I, I guess, her thoughts on on what happened or, or how the RBA interpreted what happened from that CPI print. So mm-hmm. she did speak at Parliament this morning. She acknowledged that the CPI print or inflation was hotter than expected, but said the RBA would now decide whether this is considered a material change. So what they determine as, as a material change, we're unsure of at the moment. Mm-hmm. And basically they're weighing what they'll do with interest rates in November. So a question was posed to Bullock whether the inflation data was a material change and her exact answer was, we're still thinking about that. So I guess it's a close call. It could go either way. And at the moment, markets are pricing in about a 50% chance of a lift come November. Yeah. So it does seem perhaps a little more likely than not that we could get a lift. We've got an update on retail spending as well coming up next Mm. week, which Monday. Yeah. So which could be important. Exactly. So it could play a part as well, considering that markets seem a little uncertain about what might happen. But that inflation report yesterday pretty much across all metrics was was hotter than expected. And that's the main thing that the RBA is worried about at the moment. So we'll see what happens, but that has been one driver of things and why markets haven't done particularly well as well over the past you know day or two. Yes. And other than that, there's been a lot going on. We've had a lot of production updates. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of AGMs and, and other things happening on the market. So one of the stocks that stood out today was JB Hi-Fi. They provided a sales update for the new financial year so far. So over the past three months to the end of September, total sales in Australia and New Zealand were both lower by at least 1%. 
the good guys' sales fell over 12%, but all of these numbers were well above pre-COVID levels, I I must mention. And the company highlighted that the outcome was in line with their expectations. They do cycle out of elevated sales numbers from last year. So I guess this gives us an indication of what to expect from those retail spending figures, which will come out on Monday, as we mentioned, but JB Hi-Fi shares down Mm. as we speak. And sticking to to retail, Super Retail Group had a pretty good day today. It's actually lifting for a fourth consecutive session up by roughly 4% for most of the afternoon. And this is the day after providing an update to investors. It said that sales over the first 16 weeks of the 2024 financial year are up about 4% compared to 12 months earlier and was helped by super cheap auto, BCF, which was the real standout. So I guess people are fishing more, boating more, and they're enjoying their water sports as well. <laughs> and then Rebel also are managing to do quite nicely too. So I guess, look, a 4% growth in sales isn't gigantic, but considering the backdrop and all the rate Mm. hikes we've had and so many retailers coming out and warning that sales and margins have worsened, you know, that's important to, to consider as far as how markets have interpreted this perhaps. So coal shares were marginally lower as well today, even though they had a pretty positive sales result for the first quarter. Supermarket sales lifted 4.7%. Total group sales were up 3.6% to 10%. $0.3 billion. And that was a similar story from what we heard from Woolies yesterday, who reported a 5.3% jump in sales to $17.2 billion. So $10 billion, $17 billion, a little bit different, a little bit of a disparity there. So looks like Woolies is making a little bit more money. But what I'm hearing is that supermarkets are doing quite well at the moment, even in the current climate. And I, I guess that's because they are essential. I mean, you can't really live without these things and people are cutting back on eating out. So I guess that will increase the amount they're spending at the supermarket and less on restaurants. I was going to continue <laughs> with a fishing joke, but I'll stop. Um, Azua Minerals as well, another stock in focus. It's up 43% at the moment. So it's back online for the first time this week, coming back from a temporary suspension pending an announcement, which it came out with. So basically it announced a binding takeover deal with SQM Australia, which is a subsidiary of a Chilean company. So it's offering about $3.52 cash per share, 52% higher than the offer made back in August. So the stock has jumped off the back of the news. And I guess to limit any potential hurdles from you know, billionaire investors and in the mining <laughs> space, um, the, the board was pretty quick to unanimously back the deal, has the backing of major shareholders as well. We heard from tech company Megaport. Its revenue rose 5%. Its earnings increased to $15 million, up from $14 million the same time last year. And its cash flow got a solid boost as well. But despite these seemingly positive results, investors have been hitting the sell button today. So at their worst levels, Megaport shares dropped almost 30% to their lowest in about three months. They're currently the worst performer and have been on the ASX 200 for most of the day. A few companies hit with a first strike at their annual general meetings today, including Woolies, Whitehaven, Coal, APA Group as well. So this is basically when there are enough shareholders, 25% to be exact, that aren't happy with the amount of money that the leaders are getting paid. And it doesn't mean much perhaps initially, but it means at the next AGM 12 months later, if they get a um, first strike again, so more than 25% of investors saying they're not happy with the payments, then there's the ability there to potentially have a leadership spill or or replace the board uh, completely. So that can be a bit of an incentive to get what they want, I guess, as far as shareholder goes. And we've seen most of those stocks under pressure today. 
As I mentioned, there was so much going on today, so I'm just going to rattle off a few of the production updates. So Gold Road Resources did well after saying they produced a record amount of gold at its mine in WA. Pilbara declined after its revenue fell 42% in the quarter on the back of weaker lithium prices. And Fortescue Metals cut its shipment guidance for its iron ore bridge project and shipped less iron ore over the quarter. Its shares were down for most of the day, but they have recovered this afternoon. But just want to say in saying all of that in the broader context, these results have come on a day where the market has been declining with those concerns around interest rates. So keep that top of mind as well. Let's look ahead to tonight and tomorrow. So we have those economic growth figures for the September quarter coming out of the US. That was the, I guess, one of the first big one for the US. Yep. And they'll be out an hour ahead of the US market open. And then in Europe, there will be a decision on interest rates where the market at the moment expects rates to stay on hold for the time being. Then profit results. So this is a pretty big one this week. We've had some of the leading names in the tech space releasing their earnings, and they've actually had quite an impact on how markets have performed. Tonight, tomorrow morning, we've got the likes of Amazon coming out with its results, one of the largest companies in the world, of course. Tomorrow? Tomorrow in Australia, we have more AGMs, Fletcher Building, CarSales.com, Sky City. Those are the bigger ones. Bank of Queensland trades ex-dividend. And the producer price index will be released for the September quarter. Plenty more production updates and things like that as well. Let's look forward to. Sounds good. Well, enjoy your evening, everyone, and we'll do this tomorrow. Can't wait. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.